it. Why are you? Okay, I think this is the start. Trevor's in the. He's got like a whole thing of paper. Mm-hmm. He's walking towards. Okay. Okay, you can back. hear it. Are you ready? Are you gonna? Write, you guys, like, no, you guys have to follow mm-hmm. my lead. Are you ready? Okay, we're gonna follow your lead. Three, two, one. Um, and welcome back to News Gravity Fall tonight. I'm your host, Tom Brokaw, and we're looking now at the electoral debates for Mayor of Gravity Falls. On the left side of the podium is Joseph White, uh, crowd favorite. Not family friendly, though. On the right side of the podium. Flip is, these burgers. We haven't even started yet, sir. He is exposing his belly button to all the children. On the right side of the podium is Matthew White, his brother. And tonight, the debate begins. Okay, gentlemen, this is Toby. Here we go. You ready? First question on the docket. Taxes. What would you do about them, Mr. White? I'd flip their burgers. Um, I believe he was talking. I was addressing Miss Other White. That one over there. Uh, yes. Well, see, the important thing when you want to consider taxes is to consider what we are as a society. And if we want to remain where we are with all the good things that we do. This is boring. Other Mr. White. Flip what do their you have burgers. Flip, flip their, their burgers. burgers. Flip, flip their, their burgers. burgers. And there you have it, folks. Um, flip their burgers. Joseph <laughs> is now leading in the polls. 69 to 0. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Tad Strange. Please. The Gravity Falls podcast you've ever seen. <laughs> Where we don't know how percentages work. It's just a lot of people abstaining. Yeah. Yeah. That wow. makes sense. Where we don't know numbers. 31% abstaining. Good comedy. I'm Joe. <laughs> Hi, I'm Joe. Two. How's it going? It's going good. Who are you? I'm Tom Brokeshaw, and I'm That's... here to tell you about the news. That's oh, true. We've I'm been Tom done. Brokaw's cousin. We closed. Tom Brokeshaw. Wow. Tom Brokeshaw shake redemption. I think it's a deep cut. Uh, oh, what's the thing? Uh, not not credit. Well, I'm Denise Desenza. Um, What's the word for it? Cause, like, um, allegory. No, because she uh, passed a Wasting few years ago. Wasting your listener's ago. time. No, but she was like a big Connecticut, like a news person. Um, Great. Now tribute. you're doxing all of us. Tribute. Kind it's of. Or are, is he? Did all of us move away? Are all of us in the state right I'm now? Not even on the earth. The ghosts will never know. Welcome to Tom Brokeshaw's Where Do We <laughs> okay. Live Now? Okay, who are Joey, you? Joey, you go first. I'm... Um, <laughs> I live at 33 Wallaby Way, Sydney, Australia. Wow. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I'm Denise oh. DeSenza, and I actually live in you, the oldest you, house. Say, I'm Matt. Hi there, friends. Good to hear you, you again. Trevor. I hear you, I mean Good. talk to you. Good job. We're out of the bit zone and into the money zone. Um, we're sponsored by Kellogg's. That's Why do we do this every no, no, week? No. Why do we immediately go I into think, a no, bit I about think, being sponsored? I think this. So we have no sponsors. No, no, this 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 week we are sponsored by the American Steel Workers Union. Do you see, work on steel? See, that's not that's not funny. <laughs> yeah, we're, but we've done breakfast We're sponsored before. in part. We're sponsored yeah, in part. Okay, sorry, who are we sponsored in part by? I don't remember. I was going to say something funny. Pizza! There we go. Hey. See, now that's a joke. Yeah, pizza! <laughs> See, we want to be relatable for the people. dub dub or whatever! <laughs> we want to be relatable. Dab, 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 dab. Oh, you dab too much. Oh, my arm fell you off. You oversaturated the market. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> Speaking about being oversaturated, it is warm in here. We should hurry this one up. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, so, this week we're talking about... Season eight. <laughs> that, wait a minute. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. I just, wow. I just, I just pointed and fired there. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's not even a joke anymore. It's, it's okay. It's, for real, it's season two, episode fourteen. You have like dementia. Is it? Is it episode fourteen? I hope. I think so. Yes. I'm, okay. I'm dying. Help! Wow. Season I eight. Myself. Okay. I'm crying. Oh. Oh. Welcome, welcome to the Stanchurian <laughs> candidate. 
Um, <laughs> I'm flip flopped on this. Um, I'm split on this. I am. You're saying I am, you're flipping burgers. I'm diverted. No, I closed the. I closed the. Uh, I closed the casket on that meme. Um, because I like this episode, but there's a lot of meh in this episode at least for me so so i'm very much split between like an a minus and a like a b i don't know how you guys are standing on that i these last few episodes i remember the most because yeah. they um are the more recent that i have watched like two years ago or whenever it was not just through this past uh, making the podcast but these episodes I get more ex- I find myself getting more excited about these ones because I remember them better and I feel like I like them better. Like the last two or three at the end of the episode when there's the preview for the next one, um, I'm like, mm. oh, I love this next one. <laughs> and I did the same thing with this last week and I did the same thing with the next one that's coming up at the end of this episode. So I, man, I, I just really like it. I mean, you don't have to stick with it, but there's a lot of good in it. It isn't necessarily... Yeah, maybe not as good as last week or, or the week before because we had a lot of. Yeah, it was just last week. The back to backs kind of jokes when we got back from the uh, kind of mid mid season um, serious serious times. times. Yeah, and we got back and had yeah. a grand old time. So yeah, it was maybe less back to back jokey, but I, I'd still I'm happy giving it an A. I enjoy it. I like it. Rad. Trevor shaking his head. Why are you shaking your head? Like. B minus at best. Oh, really? Episode. <laughs> I I really didn't like it. Huh? It, it feels very rushed. It feels like season one Gravity Falls again. The hmm. premise is kind of weak. The moral you get at the end of the story is kind of lame. The whole story, the whole the whole story is about Stan wanting to feel like he he needs to be needed or he wants to be needed or he needs to be accepted. Mm-hmm. You could have done that in a totally different way and it would have been better. This just feels so. Like, how do we put everything into one episode and make it work? Because that's how it feels. Hmm. Like, how do we bring back Gideon? How do we get Bill Cipher in here? How do we... And you know what I mean? And it, it's not cohesive. I dislike, like, from the debate all the way to Stan Rex rescuing the Pines twins. Spoiler alert. Um, I just dislike that whole section. I think it's so bad that, like... Gideon is controlling Bud and Bud's acting like a buffoon and then oh the kids are talking about the scenes and Bud just happens to be there so Gideon just happens it's like it is so much plot armor and then the whole thing of them being put inside this mountain which apparently you could climb in three minutes flat um, and then falling out of the nose and the ropes like snapping and then Stan climbs the entire mountain and makes it just in time it's like it's so okay cool we see that's nice like okay it's just it's old gravity falls and I don't like it Okay. It harbors way too much of the episodic, let's just rush out an episode kind of thing. Episodic, pterodactyl punching Stan. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that was a good episode. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, with the quality of episodes we have gotten, let's say for the last like five episodes, right? let's say from Northwest Mystery Mansion, mm-hmm. this is the lowest quality. I would actually say it's almost the lowest quality this season. Because it just doesn't feel good it's forgettable the puns are okay the jokes are okay at best but it's just not that great because it's an episode where it's just stan yelling and everybody has to listen to him and I just i don't like it mm. especially when we've had so much growth with these characters that he's acting like this again it's just i just no not a fan mm. that's kind of a yeah uh, and that's that's the that's the side of me that's dragging it down towards a b um, because like, like kind of like you said, there's a lot of just okay stuff, stuff that we might've seen in season one, stuff that doesn't hit. And, and also I don't think I had a full belly laugh, like just a full good laugh in this episode that was distinctly missing for me. At least there were some things that I very much enjoyed though, like some great, um, some great jokes, some like legitimately, I think spooky sort of stuff. That was really well done, and some development of the town, which I always enjoy. So those aspects I really like, and I think they're they're core. And small spoiler, knowing what's coming ahead, we only have two episodes until we get to like Ow! basically the finale. So mm-hmm. this episode if, needs to bring back Gideon. 
Like, yeah, because but it just he's, feels mm-hmm. so out of place. Like, the way they do I it. I get that. Yeah. And their plot doesn't make much sense. I don't know. He's trying to become mayor so he can pardon him. And it's like, mayors can't do that. That's not even right. And so, and then the things I should like about this episode, the Gravity Falls stuff, I just mm-hmm. don't like. Like, the whole town really? charter says you have to have this and that. Goofity doofity woofity woofity. It's just like, this is just dumb. Really? This is just, yeah, I just didn't Aww. like it. It was just stupid at that part. Oh, Trevor's becoming so a gross sad. adult. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I don't know. It just felt really, it feels it just, really mm. hollow. It's really empty. Mm. And they try to make up for it with a few jokes here and there. And the big thing is Gideon needs to come back. Bill Cypher needs to come back. We're getting towards the end. Fair point. Sorry. I almost forgot. This is an A plus episode yes, because they said episode. the thing. They, they said, said the thing. Oh, we, they they said right. our thing. Our they branding. introduced my favorite character. <laughs> we we know. Okay, ready on the count of three. We're gonna say it. One, uh-huh. two, three. Little Ghost Gideon. Eyes. Eagle. Oh, oh, oh. That's not, that's Ghost Eyes. We all did the same bit. <laughs> okay, no, character. I do love Ghost Eyes. <laughs> that is his favorite. Okay, oh, I forgot about the introduction of Ghost Eyes. Yeah. I love him. We really did and m- mess up our branding opportunity, though, with our non A plus yeah. ratings Wait, for what? this episode. Oh yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, because I mean, it's, this is this is Tad. It's, Tad Strange. It's Tad mm-hmm. Strange, and <laughs> it's voiced by Cecil Baldwin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh yes. So <laughs> wonderful. Can we just we talk about like the um these are the voice actors in here pretty often, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This might be the biggest set of voice actors in an really? episode to date. So you got Cecil Baldwin, cool. who, if you do not know, is the voice of the narrator Cecil Baldwin from <laughs> Welcome to Night Vale, one of the greatest podcasts of all time. I thought he had a different last name. Um Palmer? No. Whatever. No, it's it's Cecil I'm Cecil yeah. Baldwin. It's Baldwin. He yep. plays himself. Um John DiMaggio is here playing yep. Manly Dan. Um, J.K. Simmons is playing Ford, mm-hmm. and then um, I mean, Ghost Eyes. Yeah, Will Forte. Mm-hmm. Ghost Eyes is played by Kevin Michael Richardson, which, if you don't know who that is, uh, he voices he voices um, Gantu in Lilo and Stitch. He voiced Goro in the Mortal Kombat movie. He's oh. uh, he does tons. He has like probably hundreds of voices. He's on Family Guy. Nice. He's on American Dad. He's on The Simpsons. And we're wow. not like he's on one episode. He's in like 80 episodes of Family Guy, 80 episodes of American Dad. He, he's known for playing just random characters. He was in the Trolls movie. Um, <laughs> and he played a lot of people. <laughs> um, Rad. Nice. Yeah. So he's he's a pretty big name. He's John DiMaggio like level when it comes to credits. Though his, epi- his his shows might not have gotten as big as like Adventure Time and Futurama, mm-hmm. uh, he definitely has an overwhelming like list of credits. Yeah, it's amazing, and it, it's cool to see all all the people coming out to bat to to swing. Wait a minute, yeah, coming out to bat to swing for yeah this talking with their mouths for yeah. this animated show In tones that do not reflect their own but are a character Ooh. that they are portraying in an animated Amazing. format. It's incredible what humanity has achieved. <laughs> so what what happened in this episode? That and Toaster Strudel. I think those are the two crowning achievements. Animation, Toaster Strudel. Weird voices. That's the third Weird one. Voice. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. In this episode, the Stancharian candidate <laughs> season eight. Gosh. <laughs> wow oh so Ooh, this is bullying now i just looked up i just looked up his gravity falls credits yeah he has 33 wow Wait, what i've never seen his name listed as a primary character before on huh. like the wiki but i went to like his imbd nice what's he got a lot. Hold on. I'm bringing up just his stuff for gravity. Oh, wait. It didn't let me. Let me see. Let me see. Let me, see. Let me center for disease control. Mm. Let me see, let me see. Okay, so. That's pretty good. That's very the listeners funny. are clapping he, he's, right um, topical. He's, he's done some of the voice for Sheriff Blubs, which is interesting oh, because that's a yeah. different actor. Maybe he's done fill-in work for him. Huh. He did the guard ogre for oh my gosh nice. this stuff goes nice. all the way back yeah legend of the gobble walker he was sheriff bub's voice he was in headhunters he was in different versus he, manliness maybe we've talked about him before 
Maybe, but I've never seen it. I remember Blubs coming up as somebody else. Yeah, I yeah. Like, I know like who this is. three or four episodes ago. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the uh, stuff on here just has additional voices, so he played a lot of um, side characters. But yeah, that's cool. He plays a lot of characters <laughs> on this show that we've been watching. Nice. In this show that we were watching it this week, we awaken in the morning to find Ford fixing a light bulb that we had just seen Stan essentially going through hell to get a replacement for. And Stan feels like he has been replaced and Ford has become the hero. Um, in other news, the mayor is dead and it's new mayor election time. Intro music. Uh, we get to the election town hall meeting and Bud Gleeful throws his hat into the ring and is about to be the only candidate, but Stan throws his hat in and makes it a good old-fashioned competition. The Mystery Shack crew becomes the uh, elect Stan crew, organizing for the Wednesday stump speech and the Friday uh, birdseed election debates. Stan, unsurprisingly, uh, is, in Mabel's words, like a black licorice marker that never keeps the cap on. He is essentially unelectable. Dipper gets a mind control device from Ford, and the twins use it to control Stan through the stump speech. Um, between Stan, Bud Gleeful, and Tyler Kubiker, who is another candidate, uh, rocketing Stan to first place in the polls. Bud is at his wit's end, and we find that he has stayed in touch with little Gideon, who then uses an incantation to take control of Bud's body. Uh, the twins and Stan then get in an argument, and Dipper reveals that they have been controlling him the whole time, leading to his high poll numbers. Stan rejects the mind control tie, goes into the Friday debate completely on his own. The debate, predictably, goes horribly, and for Stan, um, Gideon reveals himself to the twins and locks them in. Okay, I'll admit Trevor has a point, and locks them in. I wrote a fireworks cave or something, <laughs> <laughs> tying tying them mm -hmm. up. Um, as the debate is winding down, Stan hears the cries of his trapped grandnephew and niece who have fallen out of the Mount Rushmore-style carved nose of the late Mayor Befuffelfumter and are hanged by rope, which Stan is able to climb and grab at the last minute, saving the twins. Of course, the fireworks all explode and the trio land in Stan's collected bird seed, uh, which is how the town votes for the mayor that they want. Uh, Stan is elected but then ends up ineligible due to his criminal past. But the twins appreciate him anyway, and he is redeemed from the beginning of the episode. End credits. Little Gideon, at his wit's end, finishes a chalk drawing of a summoning triangle on the prison cell wall and says, I'm ready to make a deal. Dun, 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 dun. That was probably one of the shortest summaries <laughs> that I've done. I really tried to get it short this, yeah. this time. No, that was, that was really snappy. I um, I sent mm. you guys a link over Discord. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I was gonna send the same link. It is Mabel said she'd make me a website dot com. <laughs> yep. For this episode, number one, um, uh, the the promotion for it is I think one of my favorites for any Gravity Falls episode. Um, so they they made a website, and it's a very <laughs> Very bad website. Again, Mabel said she'd make me a website.com. It's beautiful. Wow. <laughs> There's this just like crazy music playing. Um, tip, by the way, to my fellow uh, uh, strangers. Oh, dang it. Why haven't we been calling ourselves that the whole time? I think we did um, once in season one. Okay. If you're, if you're in Chrome or maybe another browser, you can right click on the tab and mute or unmute the site. Um, cause there's this beautiful, like, I don't know, eight bit, 16 bit, 24 bit <laughs> music playing. Um, and if like, you click, if you click to the about page, there's a different, uh, there's anyways, there's four different pages in here. Um, starts that's with a wonderful. homepage that says, I made this site for my grunkle stand to help him win the election to become mayor in gravity falls. I hope you like it. And it has a little Twitter thing because also they made mm -hmm. a Twitter for uh stand pines for mayor. Um, Alex Hirsch did, and he ran oh it. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, so do you know the story behind why he made it? No. So the synopsis to this episode was leaked by accident. <laughs> by 
iTunes and a oh, YouTube no. and Disney XD. Yikes. Um, they all put up the wrong one. They when, when Taylor Two Stands came out, the like description for it was if Stan decides to run for mayor. So people were like oh. adding him, like, "What the heck is this?" Whoopsies. So he made Stampines <laughs> for mayor and started like Smooth. making Smooth. up, like, yeah, that's beautiful. It was great. It was great. Um, if you go into the videos tab, there's the kind of preview for for the episode, and it is beautiful. Nice. nice just just the full presentation of it um it's it's clips from the show um and it's just made like a uh, a political ad oh gosh beautiful there's also stands the man <laughs> the pines 2016 song yes yes um yes there is and then of right. course a uh, a waddles page that says don't make waddles sad vote for uncle stan for mayor of gravity falls so it's it's a fun little tie-in, but I don't think we can judge the episode based on the beautiful website and beautiful marketing. I would have marketing. judged it much higher <laughs> if you had known about all this. If I knew about the website earlier, yeah, yeah, it's it's very very fun, um, and to see them fully commit to the bit. Um, so I see. I guess we're just. I know comedy. Comedy is subjective, yeah. and we should, I guess, say that because for. All the like dumb town stuff. I love. I also love the fact that these two kids are able just to recite enough like political jargon oh <laughs> to get their grunkle elected. Like no one can beat them. And it's just, I guess, in canon, the effects of uh, being zapped a bajillion times by the memory eraser gun um, and living in all this like weirdness that the town is just incredibly stupid that's true um and i i do also like just the the old dumb um like town things of like you need to be able to say your name count to 10 and throw your hat into the the cast a shadow there we go oh my gosh Um, and then of course (laughs) being kissed by the the freedom eagle Mm. and the fact that that actually happened and that Um, the Throwing your hat into the ring was a physical ring. Yes. Not, not just yes. a, you know. Is casting his shadow so that a vampire can't be Possibly. Hurt? Quite possibly. Or because that's yeah. like a trait of a vampire. Or a ghost they can't as well. Shadows. Or a ghost, yeah. My thought was ghost. ghost. No ghosts, no vampires. Yeah. Yep. So you, you can't be spooky. Um, or you whoa, have to do whoa, whoa. this. Oh. Nobody said no tentacle monsters. Fair or point. like, no werewolves. I mean, do they wear hats? I don't think they can count to ten on their hands. Mm. Tentacle monsters can if they have enough tentacles. Mm. Ten tickles. Oh, yeah, well, have, um, yeah, there we go. One tickle, two tickles. <laughs> <laughs> count! You can't be mayor! I will be mayor! <laughs> so, one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I am a little concerned with Ford. Uh, mm-hmm. So, end of last episode was Ford entrusting Dipper with the knowledge of the dimensional rift that he captured. Cool. This episode, he kind of just willy-nilly gives him a device that allows mind control. Like, yeah. hey, be careful with it. Like, yep. that's not... <clears throat> I don't think that's a real good it's look. It's called... It's called plot armor. So... That's that's one thing where Ford. It it's a hundred percent plot. I took, yeah, I took a note of this that like Ford's power level is un like established, kind of like uh, I guess Rick Sanchez post uh, season two finale, where it's just like okay, you can do kind of whatever, um, which I don't love, but but also it does kind of serve an interesting point. Um, that Ford has a lot of uh, just instant, I don't know, uh, respect bucks or whatever. Like he he shows up on the scene and instantly um, like Mabel likes him and uh, Dipper likes him just instantly. Whereas Grunkle Stan, who has been looking after them the entire summer, has had to earn the amount of respect that he has. 
so in this, we can see that Ford maybe isn't completely deserving of like all the respect that they're giving him because even though he's like a cool uncle or a cool grunkle, like he's not a good or responsible caretaker of these children. So it it, it in a way serves to continue the um, idea of kind of the, a little bit of the split between Ford and Stan. Um, although they don't seem to be playing with it, I think, as much as they could. Um, they established a really good rift between the brothers at the end of Tale of Two Stands, um, with them basically saying, like, you can live in this house, whatever, and them, them both wanting to go back to a good relationship and neither one of them willing to get past their own pride, which I think is a great thing. But we don't see it necessarily continued in here, um, other than the fact that Stan is angry, or he expresses his anger at his brother's invention, not necessarily at the twins, um, saying, like, you can tell my brother that he can keep his magic tie, uh, etc. So it starts off with Stan very much disgruntled living in this house. And it ends without, I think, ever resolving that necessarily. Like, the, the twins kind of make up with him but nothing is necessarily completely learned i'm kind of seeing your point here trevor there's there is no resolution yeah and there's really and the thing is like there's no a and b plot there's just this one plot maybe that's a thing too because like you can't even say that like like what is the b plot because mabel and dipper are behind stan and then gideon's behind bud so they're they're not even like yeah. side plots they all just wind up at the same place and they wind up there very messily because i can't even tell you what happened in the middle of this episode <laughs> because it was just so uneventful yeah there's there's good there's some good jokes some good puns but it just it feels like such an empty episode yeah and that's again i think this is the third time i've said it it's that mad that drags it down for me and mm -hmm. i think maybe the fact that we don't have that definitive divide between like this is the serious pot plot with like actual implications for our characters and like this is the goofy b plot where crazy stuff is happening have fun have some jokes um it's kind of colliding so things for me <laughs> things like stan's speeches of like freedom america america freedom mm -hmm. i was like saying all the right or um like seuss is like existential terror at being possessed and forced <laughs> to eat a pine cone. Like that is a tier gravity falls for me. But then you're right. There's a lot of like, eh, yeah. um, the, a lot of the stuff. Okay. One thing I do have to disagree with, for whatever reason, again, comedy subjective. I very much love Gideon in uh, Bud Gleeful's body. Uh, just being like, tee. Uh, and uh, I've got a will sequin up my sweeve, sleevey weevy, and just the juxtaposition of that with Grunkle Stan, who has no idea what's going on. Mm -hmm. His yeah, reaction to that, out. yeah, See? he's playing the classic straight man to the joke, which I think works really I, well. I like that. I like his like dance he does and all that yes. stupid stuff. Yep. I don't like his. I happen to turn around and walk behind the stage and find you both here as you're monologuing. Like, I just, I hate it. That's mm. not a, it's not an oh. earned action. Also, you're in the middle of a debate. You're going to kidnap two kids, carry them up a mountain, <laughs> lot, tie them up inside of a room full of dynamite, climb back down the mountain and get back before it's your turn to talk. Like, what the heck? It's just... <laughs> Here's one of my the genius big, one of, of this one of my episode. Big issues with oh. Gravity Falls is that they don't ever take into account the time it takes to move and do things. <laughs> For instance, the party is in 24 hours. <laughs> we have one hour. Like that is it. Said this last episode and you complained about it. Yes, it took but, her a while to get to shut the off with your head cannon. Because because this is now. See, this is the thing though. We're seeing it at its very worst. Yeah. That you can climb a mountain that's under construction in minutes. Elevator. Yes, but still, it, you're talking about going <laughs> yes. through construction areas. Like, there should be people there. You're telling me the guys who are running the fireworks display just store them all inside this thing's head and walk away. <laughs> they away. needed it to watch the debates. It yeah, it, it needed sense. a little bit more scaffolding is, to make sense, is, I yes, think. Yes, it is very Ooh, much that's illogical. Good. That's good. Thank you. Thank you. 
Yeah. But Matt, yeah. did you have like a warlock level uh, meta theory for us? Yes. <laughs> Here's the thing. No, this is a double meta. This is like, okay. So we've complained in the past about the twins like subverting the villain giving his monologue thing <gasps> and they just either run away or punch him. Now the villain is interrupting the twins monologuing. Mm. It's in Gene. So yes, it's smart. not. That's a bad. It's very. That's a. <laughs> that's a bad excuse for what doesn't make logical sense in this. Yeah, I, yeah. It's sort of like the Love God coming back, except even mm. less expected, because like the Love God was going back to his trailer, mm-hmm. Bud is just going kind of behind the debate stage, which you could make a case for. But yeah, yeah, I, I can definitely agree with that. That the, it's like, I'm meh. I'm glad no, you brought I up Love that... God because oh, okay, I. Go ahead. I Sorry, because it it feels very Love God to me, where there are these highs that I don't think hit quite as high as Love God because you can't beat Stan's flaming, yep. like, balloon head coming towards a heart, like protectless child. I don't think you can beat it in the length of the high emotion and Correct. comedy in yep. that stretch. Yep. That's, that was just a long stretch of fantastic. But there's also a good amount of, like, meh in that, um, mm-hmm. like... Some of it, all of the stuff basically with the love god, unfortunately, which is the title <laughs> of the episode, is just whatever. Um, so this this feels more like that, but that episode at least had a B-plot, again, to take you yeah. away, and it was that flaming head from the sky. That was the B-plot, and just the buildup of that single joke throughout the whole episode allowed you to to kind of get past this other stuff that was going on. But sorry for interrupting you, Trevor. What you got? No, no, it's fine. So something else Yeah, I, I didn't like notice is... that there isn't a really B-plot. <laughs> There is no. What was I was I had a word I was going to use. There's no conflict with Dipper and Mabel when it comes to the things they're doing. Mm. So normally mm. they would go back and forth. Do we tell him we're doing this? No, we can't tell him. No, do we tell him? And they have a point of realization. Dipper just spouts out, "I'm mind controlling you" at the dinner table. Mm. Like it, it's a very not like him to do that. And it's like he well, Stan is like, "Oh well, I'm the big guy. Well, I'm mind controlling you." Why would you why would you even tell him that? You know what I mean? Put this tie on. No. Well, I need a mind control. It's it doesn't make sense. There's mm-hmm. no all the stuff we would normally get from Diplomate we're just not getting at all in this episode. Even mm. like like, oh, why is he acting so weird? Gideon must be using magic. What? Like why would why would you just come to that immediate like you they're getting him what should be payoffs. Mm-hmm. So Dipper getting angry at Grunkle Stan should be yep. a payoff for yep. a conflict between him and Stan this entire episode. There isn't one. Yeah. And Mabel and him figuring out should be a payoff for them, like sleuthing and detecting. Again, there isn't one. Yep. And then from that, you get two very weak plot points. I'll do it myself. And Grunkle Stan just leaving and ha I found you monologuing. And those are both very weak points. Hmm. And that's why I keep saying that, like, this whole episode is just plot armor. Like, it, it's like in D&D, okay? If you don't have a good idea for where your story should go, instead of your villain being cool and awesome mm-hmm. and doing something cool, uh, he dimensional doors into the back room and you can't see him and then he kills you all. You know what I mean? It's it's like this, it's, it's armor that's given to your characters that can only be pierced by your words. Mm. So... We have that in this episode, including the fact that Dipper and Mabel are falling out of, like, off a mountain, and then are fine in seconds. Okay. Like, there was a lot that, of birdseed there. That, bird seed. that bothered me even more. You <laughs> fell into a birdseed? That's not even a cushion. <laughs> but, like, so not even that, right? So they fall yeah. through the nostrils of Mayor McBuffle Funter, whatever mm-hmm. his name is, um, and that rope starts to snap. That mm-hmm. rope wouldn't hold. There, there's no way in heck that rope would hold. It's just that whole that They're whole tiny line, 12-year-olds. That whole line of thinking right there mm-hmm. is just very, very weak and something I've come to expect less of from Gravity mm. Falls. Because that's something I would expect from, like, a really cheap show that's more aimed towards children instead of, as they've metally said, it's aimed for kids, but it's there so, like, adults get it and think it's cool. Because this is an episode, as an adult watching it, I'm like, wow, this is not geared towards me this is geared completely towards kids because even the way they would explain things like the government yes i enjoy like the governmental jokes i love the amir freedom jokes mm-hmm, i think mm-hmm. that's funny i think the speeches are funny because it's all political satire mm-hmm. but the way they even explain those is at a child level you could have bumped those up a little bit and then made mm-hmm. those jokes a little bit better 
and a little bit less of a child level and then we'd get that feeling of yeah this is made for kids but also i can like watch it and relate so it's just the things i've come to expect from gravity falls i'm not getting from this episode we've had some good episodes of really good tension really good build really good plot some really like deserving payoffs this one has a lot of payoffs that none of them are deserved and it's just literally this whole episode is just kind of that one little end scene where Gideon goes and summons Bill Cipher. Mm. Mm. Do do either of you guys have the wiki up for when uh, this episode was released? Yeah, let's see. Was it late 2015? I believe so. Because if that's the case, you did have the context of the 2016 election. True. Um, which I think you could definitely draw the yeah. Amera Freedom oh, guys. August 24th, 2015. Yeah. Okay, so that's well enough, kind of into at least the beginning of the election cycle, which is gross, by the way. Politicians, you get six months. No more, like, two-year <laughs> campaigns. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Anyways, back to cartoon world. <laughs> Gosh. Um, <laughs> I, I think you do have a little of that context, but yeah. now that we're sort of removed, maybe it's not as adulty. But I, I can definitely see where you're coming from. There wasn't a lot of that those things we saw last episode with D and D um, and the adult jokes that go over kids heads. I, I kind of yeah. wonder if there was an original script to this that was more adult aimed and a more satirical, but with it being so, I guess tied into the, the I guess this is the beginning of the elections. I don't have a clear memory of a timeline for the 2016 uh, United <laughs> States election, but I wonder if some stuff was cut for not stepping on toes reasons. Because, um, I mean, we do have the one that slipped through of, like, here's this mind-controlled tie. It was used by Ronald Reagan's masters. That was good. That um, was good but but uh, I, I almost wonder if there was some other stuff cut. I also, like you said, there there's a lot of season one style Gravity Falls in this. Which is maybe to its detriment. But I think also... There's a lot of core season one conflict in this, which is the, or it could have, there's a bit and there could have been more, which is the Dipper versus Stan, which I think is a really, like, good, uh, one. I think one of the strongest uh, and most developed sort of character relationships in this whole show. I mean, all of Dreamscapers, which is a just fantastic episode, is about that conflict of him going from, like, he's understanding that Stan is pushing him so that he can be strong and that when the world uh, pushes him, he can push back or when Pont hits him, he can hit back either one, um, which is fantastic. I think in this episode, we have a whisper of a Stan V Dipper plot of like Dipper saying, I need to use Stan in order to defeat Gideon, like legitimately just being used by him. And then you have Stan, who's unappreciative of what Dipper is doing. Because even though he's doing it for his own gain to defeat Gideon, he is actually doing a good job. You don't even need the, the mind control yeah. tie, to be honest. Which it would be... You could have it as a side plot of, like, you start using the mind control tie, but then you... Or vice versa. It's, like, the final option for Dipper. Uh, where, there we go. Here's the better episode. That's good. Yeah. You start off, no mind control tie. Stan starts doing his election thing. It doesn't work so well. Dipper convinces him to, uh, like, tell him the right things to say or something like that. Go they, by the actual script yes, that they wrote him. And he starts doing that. And this is also just a more, like, this is a little tropey. But it, it, if it works, it works. So he starts going by the <laughs> script. It starts working. He starts getting fans. But he gets so obsessed with his own success that uh, he loses sight of the person who brought him there and isn't appreciative. And maybe even, uh, like, starts, maybe starts slipping up, or maybe not. At that point, Dipper makes the decision to go to Ford and get the mind control tie. Because he, Stan is basically, like, out of order, and he needs to be brought back into line. He does that, which crosses the line with Stan after Stan crosses the line with him. So both parties are at fault. He does that, um, and stuff starts working out well, but maybe it doesn't work perfectly. And either Gideon... Yeah, probably Gideon starts... 
or like takes things even up a level. And then at the end, you have the same exact conclusion where, I mean, maybe Mabel's there, maybe Mabel isn't, but Dipper's in trouble because he went too far in this like spooky thing, which backfires on him some way, um, even if it's not tied in with Gideon. And then Stan comes in to save him, apologizes for not respecting him. Dipper apologizes for taking things too far. Character development. And you have whispers of this in here, of that same conflict that was going on, but there's just not enough room for it. You even have whispers of the mind control not working. Like when the mind control Mm -hmm. suits at the end and then the little zap happens, I'm like, oh, is something going to go wrong? No, that never gets paid off. And then... Like, he just, uh, Grunkle Stan just looks at the speech that the kids wrote him and doesn't, like, yeah. open it ever. It's, it's never actually I want used. I want to see what was in yeah. it. I want to see yep. it. Though I guess we sort of do through the twins controlling him. But And then you also expect with the twins controlling him that the conflict between them would become uh-huh. something other than just a kind of quick joke Yep. from yep. of the physical comedy of seeing Grunkle Stan controlled by dipper than controlled by mabel um so there's it does leave a bunch to be desired i think in that regard um i did notice there are two occasions similar to uh northwest mansion noir uh where there is a setup line and a quick joke Mm -hmm. uh situationally whereas in northwest mansion noir we had um uh, it's not too late. Uh, like that it's one. It's not or... too late. <laughs> it's too late. And then we can't thank you enough. Yep. That's enough. <laughs> In this case, we have Grunkle Stan on the stage as his polling goes down. Says, "I should have listened to you, kids, when I had the chance." And then from the nose of yeah, uh, yep. Buffuffle Fumpter, help us. <laughs> uh, and then at the very end, Dipper says, "Well, guess we know who won." And then quick cut to uh, Sandra Jimenez on the TV the day later saying, this just in, Stan Pines disqualified. Yep. So we have that similar kind of uh, humor going on in this episode, which, which is fun, which is great. So I hear you're a headcanon, Joey. Mm-hmm. And I raise you a headcanon. Oh, okay. A head musket. Stan is running against Bud Gleeful. Okay. Okay, it's happening. Same kind of storyline, except when Dipper goes to Ford, Ford enters the race to show up his brother. Oh. Dipper joins Team Ford. Mabel joins Team Stan. Oh. Now you're fulfilling her greatest fear that they wouldn't be friends anymore. Yup. Yup. Wow. Episode ends with um, Gideon using another spell to give Bud like crazy powers Mm -hmm. and now Stan and Ford have to work together to stop him and save the kids because Ford's got to use spooky anti-spells to stop him and Stan has to use his brawn to keep him in place Yep. so they, they, they learn very quickly that neither of them are perfect and they need each other to be strong bringing a tie between them and a tie between Mabel and Dipper Mm. I like and it. And it still here's, ends I, with cute biker becoming here's bear. The thing. I've got another thing, too. I think, but Matt's got I one, too. I think the town, though, mm-hmm. still isn't supposed to know that both Stan and Ford are two separate people. Oh, wait a so minute. They would, have, wait they, a they, minute. Would, they would have they they to come to some sort of agreement, like whoever does the best when they're debating or speaching. <gasps> they swap the back and forth. So they swap back yes. in. So like between so, the two groups of them, between this pair and that pair, they say, okay, whoever does better in the polls when they're up is going to become mayor. But the townspeople all think it's the same person, like one, only one. Yep. So <laughs> I that, actually that, thought that gives place for so many jokes. Dipper went to Ford. That's what was going to happen. Mm. Is they were going to swap uh, out Stan with Ford. Oh, that's that what would I make thought sense. the episode was going to be. But yeah. I, I like this that they have to go back and forth swiping, swapping each other. And then at the end, they have to fight like Blood Gleeful and yep. Gideon. And then they defeat them. Or and maybe Bud could get thrown to jail with Gideon. That'd be funny. Maybe. <laughs> Here, well, here's, here's how that happens because I think it needs to be a two part episode. So you have this whole thing where you're getting further and further divide between. Um, I guess the the Ford and Dipper camp and the uh, Stan and Mabel camp, and you're going back and forth, okay. back and forth. But they're fighting whether they're doing the twin swap out thing or whether they're both running against each other. They basically split the vote, 
And uh, because of their fighting, everything falls apart, and Bud is elected mayor. End of episode. Uh, with, like, the, uh. that announcement. Come into the next episode, um, you have some sort of, basically... It could be as dumb as those 50% off coupons weren't legit, but you have a whole episode of like trying to track that down while simultaneously, uh, maybe B plot or maybe this is the A plot, like prepping the shack because like Bud is prepared to use some like ancient, uh, you know, this is what it is. He, uh, now that Bud Gleeful is the mayor of Gravity Falls, he has access to the town's ancient armory, which he has like armed the townsfolk oh. in like this medieval thing. And they're all going to go and destroy the mystery shack because he's told some lie about it other plot um maybe this is mabel and dipper back together um so maybe ford and stan Ooh. are like preparing to defend the shack um in, in their each in their own different ways um and have sort of conflict on like no my laser weapon's gonna be here no my orangutan is gonna be here um etc cetera, etc cetera. then you have it's an orangutan with a tan there we go <laughs> then you have <laughs> Then you have Dipper and Mabel who are trying to like figure out doing some espionage behind the scenes to see if there's a way to take down them. And they find out that maybe like those 50% off coupons weren't legit or something. Um, you then have uh, Stan and Ford who uh, eventually, maybe like during a small skirmish or something, get respect for each other through that. Through okay. seeing like, okay, your ways work, but also my ways work, so we're going to have to work together to defend the shack. Then you have Dipper and Mabel who are in their own conflict, but eventually they have to come together and use each of their skills in a very uh, uh, 13th or 7th and a half president of the United States, ninth and 8th and a half president of the United States episode. Yep. And then uh, you have them come back together, show up at the end, uh, like right when the, the tide of battle is turning in against the shack with this evidence and then the townspeople turn against um uh the bud and and gideon and then kind of throw yep. them out uh maybe bud does end up going to jail for fraud or something like that um and then of course uh stan pines uh is disqualified because he never filed filled out his paperwork and ford is disqualified because he technically doesn't exist as a person right now or something like that. And so I think you've given enough material uh -huh. for the rest of this season. Mm -hmm. So I think this makes this the last episode of the podcast. It was sure. a great one, guys. It was a good run. Like, I really like how this uh, <laughs> story of Gravity Falls resolved at the end. It was, it was pretty, pretty um, nice. I guess I'll miss all you listeners. Um, Bye. I won't. I'll be here. <laughs> oh. You'll just be you'll be putting out episodes of you just sitting quietly listening to the l listeners. Yeah, or the speakers. Yeah. Now. So it just never ends. It kind That's of a real. I want to make like a high art podcast where I just sit and listen and respond in like generic responses, and I'll just call it like talk time. But I won't. I won't talk. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> oh boy. Thank you. Hey, uh, can we appreciate all of the? Uh, various kinds of election fraud going on <laughs> first there's the obvious stand stuffing the ballot yep. box okay cool that's on a joke but bud is bribing people to vote for yep. him by giving them percent off coupons at his used car if dealership everything is 50 percent off is anything 50 off? um which no they just raise the price yeah, basically and then i love lazy susan's uh comment in the background of wow it's better than cash <laughs> Gosh! Oh, when when Mabel sees it, it really reminded me of like a mirror to when Dipper gets the bill from the eighth and a half president and says, uh, "Wow, this is worthless," <laughs> and she goes, um, uh, "He's got my oh, vote." What did she say? Colorful paper. Yeah, yeah, colorful paper. Yeah, so it's like a mirror of what uh, <laughs> Dipper experienced receiving the bill from the eighth and a half president. Less than worthless, um, my boy. So we have that. We also have both uh, police officers, yeah. government <laughs> workers, endorsing Stan as a candidate, which I'm pretty sure is a no-no <laughs> if you are, like, as a union, as a police officer, you can. But this just seems like not the right situation mm -hmm. for an officer of the law on duty, to be so, yeah. like, individually, on duty, wholeheartedly supporting a 
single case. It just seems very much crossover of like a government branches. Uh, yeah, yeah. So this is not in any stretch a uh, reasonable election. I'm glad, uh, Tyler. We've been saying his name oh. wrong apparently, according to Sandra Jimenez. Cubiker. Uh, I, I yeah, I think no, she's no, um it, I think she's mispronouncing it. It, it. it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is Tyler Cubiker. This is actually the episode that you learn his last name. Uh, yeah, he was with all the other bikers um, in a previous episode, and yes. he, he was yes. he was among them. But he's the he's the cute biker. I do. I love his character arc of just um, you've heard him say "get him, get him, get him," and then he has the speech where he says, <clears throat> uh, "Education, get it. Prosperity, get it. A gravity falls, we can be proud of." Get it, and then finally at the end, when he becomes mayor and he grabs the the bouquet of roses and oh, he just sighs. Got it. <laughs> yeah, that was that was probably a more complete character development than anything else in this episode. Oh, ouch! Ow. But it's an a, it's an A plus thing for me, which is why I'm so he, conflicted. Um, got a mansion for becoming mayor. Yep, that's correct. It, it would have made more sense in this episode if Stan wanted to become Mir, to become rich. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, there's he's like um he talks about like uh, I don't want to have crooked grifter on my tombstone. How about crooked mayor? But you're right. It isn't. It, there's a lot of things that just aren't developed. They don't. They don't have enough things built around them to really mm-hmm. hold their own. Um, whether it's just like the the timing of. Uh, the intermission or the the scaling of the mountain or the reason why people aren't guarding all of the explosives or even like why does I understand that Stan wants to be his mayor be mayor because um, like his brother but there needs to be an extra thing um, that that at least he's faking as to why he wants to be mayor like legitimately the the uh, the twins are like, why are you running for mayor um, and he's like uh yeah I'm, yeah, I'm running for mayor. <laughs> So there's a lot, I think, left to be desired in this episode. Um, I think I think favorite joke's time? Is it, is wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, oh. wait. Well, well, do we need something else? I'm still on a B minus. Where you boys at? Yeah, I think, I think I'm at a B. Uh, yeah. Hey, um, A minus. Okay. One, one last thing, I think. When Dipper gets the tie from Ford, he's like... And ethically ambiguous, yeah. and immediately uses it on Seuss, who breaks yes. down in existential terror. Yes. And there's just no like change in yeah, this is ethically ambiguous. No, no, it's not. Yeah, no, also, I mean, it's I mean, not. like Gideon said, they've gotten a lot eviler since the last time he met. Yikes! When Gideon is um, casting spells. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, 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 oh, yes, yes. Evil yes. spells backwards. He says evil spells, evil spells, evil spells. Spooky evil spells. Oh my spooky evil spells, spells spooky, spooky evil spells, spells, spooky spells, spooky spells. Uh, also, oh, uh, before we hit final jokes, cryptogams. Um, mm, the, nice. The one at the end credits is get em! <laughs> And the one found at the end of the episode uh, on the page is be wary of whom you belittle. Big problems can start out whittle. Mm. Giving a wow. nod to Gideon. So. Mm. Uh, I guess when I was talking about Gideon being in his cell, the poster covering up the summoning triangle for Bill Cipher. Uh, it's <laughs> yes. the, the kitty hanging onto yes. the branch. Yes. But it says, hold on to the branch or die, cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's also a nod to Shawshank Redemption. Uh, mm-hmm. Because if the you've never seen Shawshank, yeah, yeah, he requests a poster and then he starts digging out a tunnel behind it. Yep. Yep. Uh, there's a lot so even though there's kind of with with the core plot the core story there's a lot of kind of the the relics of the first season there are a lot of good things in the background um that we're only getting to see in the second season as they have more of a budget um whether it be like the the small comments from lazy susan um or whether it be uh the thing you literally just said and escaped my brain come back yep, yep, come that back one. thing you were cool i liked you why are you over here? Go over to Joe. Go ahead. Hey, take it. You can. Thank yeah, you. Make it. He's over there. I have it. There you go. You you have it back. Hey, now. what's your name? What's your name thing? Buffalo Fumter. That's that wasn't funny. 
or I mean, it, that was funny, but that was American <laughs> Steelworkers Union. Okay. <laughs> See, now it's funny because it's a callback. You're learning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what boy. was it? I'm sorry. I'm I'm very. I don't know what you were thinking. No, the what, thing what you said. I, I don't know what you said. That's why I'm asking you. The poster. You. Um, the whole onto yeah, the planter die cat. Maybe that's what. It, yeah, yeah, yes, that was. Anyways, there's a lot of cool stuff in the background, <laughs> which I definitely noticed. <laughs> Trevor's, Trevor's eyes are telling me he thinks I'm crazy. I just can't remember at all right. right now. I looked away for a second because mm-hmm. you were speaking nonsense mm-hmm. to, to try to find my favorite joke. <laughs> and then I came back and you were still just speaking <laughs> nonsense. So here's, oh. here's the deal with favorite jokes, though. We really only have four to choose from mm-hmm. because our favorite character mm-hmm. only has four lines in this. There is names Tad Strange and being normal <laughs> is my game. That's one choice. Loving the you, Tad. Is, and I love bread. <laughs> the third choice is, oh, snap. <laughs> the fourth choice is looking A-OK, Stanford. <laughs> A-OK. So that's our four choices. There's there's three of us for favorite jobs. Oh Trevor said it before, but just the the uh, almost like squandering of like big voice actors in Gravity Falls is insane. Like the the fact that you uh, a normal show, you get a good voice actor, like a, a like huge voice actor. You make them like yeah. a reoccurring villain. You make like them John like a DiMaggio. fan. Yeah. Well, yo, you get John DiMaggio, you have him voice someone who says, like, a maximum of three words yeah. per thing. <laughs> but it's, 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 it's amazing. I wouldn't wish it any other way. It's just highly irregular. Oh, but you find a, uh, a little pearl in that uh, swine, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was inside the swine. I had to open him up. Oh. Um, my favorite Waddles, joke. no! My favorite joke isn't really a joke, it's a character, and it's ghost eyes. <laughs> I love ghost <laughs> eyes with everything. I love that, that scene eyes. where Gideon's like, it's terrible in here, I eat the same slop every day. Yes. And then ghost eyes comes in the back and he's like, hey Gideon, you want to make friendship bracelets tonight? And Gideon goes, no, Gosh. I have finger painting. <laughs> and then after all his evil plans get foiled, they're sitting in friendship bracelet class, and Gideon's like, I'm sorry about the elect, I mean, uh, ghost eyes like, Sorry about the election. We're gonna throw a riot tonight if you want to come. Because I don't want to go to the riot. I just I love that ghost eyes like befriended little Gideon. I also just love that he has ghost. <laughs> He's the weirdest character. It's like so when it when it comes to shows, right? Here's the thing: mm-hmm. when you have a character that's just like stands out ridiculously, and you make him a background character, you're like, wait, what's his story? Mm-hmm. Like, I need to know what's... You don't just put this guy here and go, by the way, my name's Ghost Eyes. <laughs> it's a... What? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> so, he's kind of he's kind of great, <sighs> and probably my favorite thing about this entire episode. If he wasn't in it, this would have went down to, like, a C. <laughs> Ghost Eyes is absolutely my favorite. <laughs> <sighs> um... See, it's, I mean, it's kind, I guess it is a joke. It's a payoff to a joke. I think my favorite joke is, got it. <laughs> just, it's just, a, is so it's good. just a conclusion to a, a just whole series spanning joke. And it's beautiful. It makes me legitimately emotional. I think I, for me, a lot of the good stuff came out of the, uh, the town hall meeting at the beginning mm-hmm. Um, so I think maybe my second favorite is what, after Stan throws his hat in and, and everything happens, the twins are like, what are you doing, Stan? And he says, I'm running for mayor. Did did I not make that clear? <laughs> That's great, but I, I'm going to have to go with, and I love bread <laughs> from Tad Strange. That one got me both times. Nice. It was wonderful. Nice. It was wonderful. I am super duper glad. I do. I will um, I'll use this as a transition. A joke that doesn't pay off here, but don't forget it, is the list oh of my. Stan's offenses. Of mm-hmm. course, we have things that we've seen before, um, you know, like uh, teaching a bear to drive is one of the ones listed. Yep. Um, of course, there's Lamaside, which he explains. There's also, though. Lama just knew too much. There's also, though, pug trafficking. Remember that one. <laughs> And we will see you all here next time. I've been Joe. 
I'm Matt. And I'm Ghost Eyes. <laughs> and uh, Gosh, this, now this is po- now this was podcasting. <laughs> now that's what I call that's what I called podcasting. That's what I call ghost eyes. That's what eyes. I call music. <laughs> Seventeen. That's that was hey, the joke. <laughs> we didn't go off on a sponsor tangent for a while. Good job. Thanks. I tried. This episode was sponsored guys- by Ghost Eyes. You got real eyes? You want ghost eyes? This is, this is our worst. All ghost eyes. Ah, this whole five, five, five. You guys- ghost eyes. No. Do you guys think that Lizzie Susan's diner when they were there, they were eating pineapple right side up? Oh, that's Lizzie a good Susan's question. Eyes. Do you? You want to talk about Lazy Susan? Do you? you want to talk about Lazy Susan? She has half of a ghost eye. She has a full ghost eye. <laughs> we all need ghost eyes. Oh my I'm eyes are switching to ghost eyes. <laughs> That's one of my two bits that I did this episode. Uh, it's good. Episode. I hope it's good. Like it. I like it. All I right. think our best bit is the one where we don't ever end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop now.